You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the number if you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning. The Twitter account at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app. To the smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. You go to work out, you put the little head AirPods in, you can catch all the shows here at Tide 100.9. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. They make it possible for this seven o'clock hour. If you're going to build the five star backyard, we tell you each and every day there's only one place to go. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you and get out and buy some yellow wood if you want to last. If it has, doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, as we head into the weekend, no game here locally is. So uh, Auburn will take on Arkansas. There are some interesting games, Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, later on today, uh, at the end of the show, we'll give Dad will give out his blue plate special. Uh, currently now sitting at 5-4, and four, looking to go 6-4. and four. And tomorrow he'll also give uh, Joe all his picks with a ten and zero week. So maybe he is heating back up in the picking game. We got Aiden Dollars behind the glass once again. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. It's the bottom of the hour. Chris Hatcher, uh, the football coach for Samper Bulldogs, will join us. Uh, they're having a great year there, so we look forward to visiting with Coach Hatcher, uh, Coach Bramlett uh, from. Uh, Brookwood will be with us at 8 o'clock and also have your phone calls throughout the show. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. If you could announce golf, you would be over in Bermuda. Bermuda. Uh, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship is in the way, and guess who's over there? Oh, Doug, Doug is over there. Yeah, I saw Doug him on a little boat. I saw him on a boat yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't see I can't. I don't want to look at Russell Knox, who's got some Alabama ties, is leading the yeah, – well, next is – He's tied now. Just, they just came up uh, three under, so it's a long way to go. But uh, a lot of players, not many players from the state of Alabama playing in that doesn't mean anything. Nobody you're familiar with too much. Uh, I can't pronounce the kid's name that's ineligible, or not ineligible, but injured at Alabama. Justin, uh, whatever. Uh, I never can pronounce it. Uh, his neck injured, he, he, he's out for the year, will not participate. Um, something very interesting, and I'm not, I'm not going to go th- through this. The NCAA has come out with some things about the, and I'm not going to go read that, but I, w- I will encourage you to read it. Uh, for example, one of the things is this. The school can raise money, but if they ask Barry to give money or me to give money, you to give money, our listeners, you cannot request uh, the sport that it goes to. Now, you know they're going to do that. And you cannot re- you cannot request what's what uh, what person they give the money to. That's just one thing among a hundred. I didn't want to take time to read all that, that out in the opening. I'd put all of you to sleep. But uh, you you know you, I get, you give money, but you can't you 
can't tell them what sport to give that money to nor what player to give it to. So that's that. Uh, Virginia Tech in North Carolina State tonight. Uh, good, Two good games. Uh, the second one's a really good game. Uh, the first game's a 6.30 game. Um, I think NC State's 13.5-point favorite, Virginia Tech, uh, for whatever reason. Hendon Hooker is playing who played up there is, is, uh, from Virginia Tech. is now at Tennessee. All of you know he's pretty good. Utah, who I really like, I, they they hardly ever uh, lose the line. If you bet on them, I'm not going to. But they're they're playing a Washington State team that's four and three. They will play at nine o'clock. So if you if you stay up for a little while, you can see Utah. They're better than they were when they played against Florida, and so you could you would be able to see that. As Barry mentioned, we're having Chris Hatcher on today. He's a six and one record, which is good, really good for. Samford and they go to Citadel and play. So I don't have I don't have anything that you don't already know. If you got uh, questions or comments or uh, disagreements or agreements or whatever, give Barry a call and we'll discuss it. All right, there's a little bit of flag down in Auburn right now about uh, yeah. players requesting red shirts. First of all, players don't ever uh, should be never be allowed to. I mean, come in and talk about it, but it's not the player's decision. Uh, whether they redshirt or not. You don't see a t- this redshirting as much uh, in college football, especially at the SEC level. These guys all think they're going uh, pro. I remember uh, Coach Odom was always the guy I worked for in college. He never wanted a kid um, thinking he was going to redshirt. He said once they think they're going to redshirt, they kind of just pack it in. They stop working uh, for that year. And you can't, you know, that's all determined on injuries. The guy in front of you, what happens to him? So I, I, I agree with Brian Harson uh, here. Uh, these guys can't come in and start. Well, the season's not going well now, so I'm going to redshirt. Uh, that's not how this thing works. All right, uh, we'll play the thing out, and there'll be certain guys we would probably like to hold out. Uh, one guy went in and requested a redshirt, uh, and. I think you just have to do it based on what the season brings. Uh, you may have a guy that's redshirted and two or three guys in front of him get hurt. And you got to bring it off. It's just you just just part of the uh, game of athletics. And once a guy does finally decide that he's redshirted, or the coaches do. Some of them stop working. To be quite honest with you, they know uh, they're not going to play in the game. Just your thoughts about this redshirt and this controversy, maybe for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a mess up deal there. They're all going in different directions. I think you're, um, I have a feeling who who the coaches are going to be, the new coaches are going to be. I hate to say it that way, but I'm never going to announce it on radio because I'm not sure. But um, it's the red shirt thing. It, it has to be a situation where you're not ready to play. That you and your parents have talked about it, and you're you know you're you're not. Uh, it's really that that's the whole deal if you're not ready to play yeah, but that's not your right. and your parents decision no, that's the no, coach's decision well it's the coach's decision but the, the but the it is to some degree uh if they go to the coach and ask and say something about being redshirted if they actually like need to then they can discuss it i think i think they enter into it some but I, but the decision yes you're right is is with with the coach but i, I do think that but you know you probably enter into it some if you've got a kid you feel like is is more injured than the coach thinks he is. It's always a parent in there trying to 
you know, put their two cents in about their kids. So that's that's just natural. So um, Auburn is is going a lot of different directions. Uh, Coach at Arkansas has come out and said they're you know they're scary because of you know they're playing hard and those kinds of things. They are they're they are uh, uh, they get four points I think it is against Arkansas in a game. And I don't know what kind of crowd. Uh, I think the crowd will be down some. Uh, is more than it was at, at the Penn State game. Um, I think things people have gone kind of sideways with it, but uh, Auburn has a lot of loyalty to their teams and to their school. And um, it, if any any school will stick with it, and stay with it, uh, you know, attend the games and be there, Auburn's one of them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think Brian Harson. Uh, has pretty much kept this team together. Now, with a week off, um, that might hurt them, uh, with the negativity swir- swirling around. At some point, this team's going to pack it in. I just don't yeah. know when it is. It ha- they haven't yet. It could be. That's a scary thing about uh, if you're betting on yeah. these kids. You, you don't know exactly when it's going to be packed in, but it's, it's it's not too far away. Well, that was the first that was one of the reasons I asked uh, Bill yesterday, what did they kind of do on their week off? Did they recruit? Did they go out and get ready to draft the people? And his answer was, yes, they did. They all got out. They all made a made an effort to, for people to know they were out recruiting. Those coaches and those coaches' wives and those coaches' families, assistant coaches I'm referring to, um, they're leaving practice and going to the house, and they know in pretty much, uh, you know, things that are going on, and the things that are going on are probably not best in their favor. So they're very aware of that. And and uh, when you have a family like that, you, you remember there are some assistant coaches have, who have two-year contracts. But there, are, I think there are several in, in this group uh, who came from Boise who maybe, maybe don't already been there the two years. Uh, so it's uh, you know it's a, it's a lot of money to pay off again if uh, if it happens, and uh, they have already have one guy sent in in Florida and Gus Gus who's already been paid off. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I I don't I think this may be the week they pack it in, uh, and I could be wrong. Uh, they they've given good effort, but we will see. Uh, as they take on the Arkansas Razorbacks, both teams are one and three. It's always a kind of a big game with Gus Malzahn when he was there because he was an Arkansas yeah. guy and, sure. and all that. So I, I don't know if that's uh, still the case down there. I would take this break and we'll open back up the phone lines two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Look forward to having uh, Chris Hatcher uh, join us at the bottom of the hour. Two minute truck. If you're looking to make a Local move and out of town, out of state, whatever you need. Uh, let these guys take great care. They can pack you, load you, and deliver you. Head out to 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. 
Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic picking up around town, plus the serious delays on 2059 westbound at exit 86. Use US 11 or wire road as alternate routes. If you see other conditions, give me a call. If you need a ride, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Thursday morning, West Alabama and the entire state is experiencing significant flu activity. Now add to that other respiratory viruses like COVID-19 and RSV. And you can understand why healthcare officials like Alabama Hospitals Association is concerned. Dr. Donald Williamson worries that the growing number of triple-demic patients will soon overwhelm those hospitals. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. The Salvation Army reminds you that a great way to have fun and spread Christmas cheer is by volunteering as a bell ringer. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high 75. Tonight, fair with a low at 54. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 43 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker in Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If you want it to last, you want to build it with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Treated, the wood's treated. Uh, all the different products, services, go to yellowwood.com, find the dealer closest to you. All right, uh, Ned, uh, Alabama will be sitting at home uh, this weekend. They'll be watching uh, the TV, and they'll be pulling, I would guess, you know, they're sitting there with one loss, so they need a little bit to happen. I know there will be some games played above them uh, that will move some teams around, but one of the first games, they can get their popcorn ready right after game day and flip it over to Fox. Ohio State Buckeyes, who I think when the playoff committee uh, announces their top 25 next week, I think the Buckeyes will be number two if it ended right now but they're taking on penn state and they've got to travel down to university park alabama needs penn state to win this game it is 15 and a half um you know it's going to be a great environment there do you give penn state any chance to pull the upset against the buckeyes this weekend well i no i don't think they'll beat i don't think they'll beat ohio state uh, and i would i would doubt 
that they even, you know, that they uh, Penn State beats the line. I could be wrong on that. But as far as winning the game, I don't. I don't think Penn State can can beat them. They'll be excited to play. And I, I think he's done a good job wherever he's been. Coach has, but uh, we'll just we'll just see. He's uh, as I said yesterday. I thought he came into Vanderbilt. Uh, with the same kind of min, uh, mindset that Coach came into Alabama with, and that's recruit, recruit, recruit. And of course, he's recruiting to get out of there, and he won enough games and got out of there, and and uh, he's done, um, you know, a good job. Big controversy last week with Michigan, but uh, to answer your question, I would say Ohio State's going to win it hands down. All right, so Alabama will have a, an eye on that. I think also they got to keep it. A little bit of an eye on this TCU team. They're kind of creeping mm-hmm. around. They're seven yeah. and zero, yeah. and they could be a team that could keep Alabama out of the dance. Uh, and they're going to West Virginia, uh, who seven is three and four, line seven and a half. They need to be pulling for the Mountaineers right now. Yeah. Right, so, your thoughts on TCU? Well, I almost, I almost blue played it. Oh, that means you didn't. No, I guess I, I guess I'm not going to, but it, it, it hit my mind to do so. I wiggled it around in my mind. Um, West Virginia's played a little bit better at times, but, uh, they're not anywhere close. And TCU's gone on the road and beaten some people and, uh, really are a very, very fine football team. Uh, it may be one that I should really look at heavily before I decide at the end of the show. But uh, you're right, uh, TCU is a dynamite boy. He's got them really playing hard, and they're very, very skilled. All right, so you're saying no on that. So we're going to have no shakeup in college football, Aiden. All right, let's go to the other game. The game that we think should be on the home fields that's not. It's down in Jacksonville. So they'll be flooding into Jacksonville. CBS, Georgia. Seven and oh, four and oh. Twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. The Gators. Uh, will be taking on Georgia. Be the first uh, time for this uh, young man to be coaching in this rivalry game. You give the Gators with a dynamic running quarterback that's not a great thrower. Uh, do you give the Gators any chance to pull the? Well, upset? a better chance to beat the line than to win the game. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think they'll beat Georgia. Georgia is, uh, regardless of our listeners like it or not, is well prepared. They they're they are prepared well. You know, they keep talking about the sidelines. Everybody talks about it. Well, they're not as good on sidelines. I don't know if they are or aren't, but they're generally very very well prepared because it'll be very interesting to me. Me, I don't mean to skip over this because it's important how prepared they will be against Tennessee the next week uh, on the fifth. So it uh, they'll be they'll be prepared and, and uh, they've got more people. They've got more players than Florida does. If you got more players, regardless of how you coach, uh, that's something. Just somebody gets injured bad in the game, or you know, a lot of turnovers, you win the game. So I would say Georgia wins it. Gosh, Aiden, there's going to be no shakeup this week. All right, two more games. I'm going to try this. No, you know, Michigan right. State is going to Michigan. Now that guy got the big contract at Michigan. That's a big State. number too. I forgot what it is. It's 23. Uh, Michigan yeah. State's one. And three in the Big Ten, got the big money, and now he's not producing. Three and four, taking on the Wolverines, ranked number four, 630. ABC, can Michigan State go pull the upset against Michigan? No, they can't. Uh, they, they can't. They can't even beat the line. 
Uh, Michigan is the team that uh, runs the football extremely well. They have a real belief in that, and they stick with it. I don't know how difficult it's going to be to recruit a quarterback because you're going, you know, everybody's going to go in that recruits against good quarterbacks and tell them he never throw it, but they don't throw it much. And uh, he's found out that that's the best way for this team to play, and he's playing like that, and they're pretty good on defense, so they're getting better. I thought they were. I thought they were a little bit mediocre at the beginning of the year, even though they were winning. I, I, I thought they were just winning against kind of a couple of nobodies, and but they have improved a great deal. And uh, I would say that they're going to anytime Michigan plays Michigan State, you start try to destroy them. Like you nice next statement about that, and um, so I would say Michigan wins that. God. I got all the got favorites. All right, one more. Hey, one more. We need to happen at night. Get you some chili. It's going to be night. Kentucky with their quarterback, Will Levis, their tough defense. They can run the ball. They can keep the ball away from the Tennessee. Tennessee's looking ahead. Nobody thinks Kentucky can win this game. Kentucky lost to South Carolina. But, yeah, the quarterback didn't play. Kentucky's been uh, in big games. Come on. Can it's Kentucky, an unusual line. Can Kentucky, 12 and a half. It's a tease line there. It, it? is a tease. It is a cotton-picking tease line if you have ever seen one. Can Kentucky. This guy's thrown, uh, thrown 13 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, Will Levis. They were talking about him being a first-round draft pick. Uh, you want to be a first-round draft pick, go to Tennessee with all the eyes on it. Do you give Kentucky any chance to pull the upset against? I don't give them much of a chance either. Ah. I, I don't. I, don't, I, I just uh, Tennessee ranks way, way at the bottom in uh, rushing defense. They are, but if you know, if every time you score seven, they they score ten, and so. Um, you, if you look at Kentucky, you would say with Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick, whatever his name is, I can't remember names, the running back, back ready to play, uh, that, that'll make him even better. He's already played in one game. And so it, it will be, but uh, Barry's right, and I'm somewhat right. I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a trap game if you're a gambler. Uh, so... We'll see, but obviously Tennessee wins it. All right, now, out of all those games I just listed, Aiden, one of the upsets is going to happen. Is it going to be Penn State, Michigan, Tennessee, uh, West Virginia? Which is the one game that you say, all right, there is going to be one. Something's got to happen. Come on, it's college football. Yeah. What's gonna? Which which is the one you're leaning to, Aiden? Ask him about the line, Aiden. Churn for us this weekend, but huh? the one I've got my eye on the closest is the Ohio State Buckeyes, possibly getting handed an L by the Nittany Lions, because that's the only real competition they've played this year. Yeah, they didn't play anybody. You're right. Have they played anybody that's even got a winning record? No. But you can't say that. That doesn't mean they're not good. That may mean scary. that mean that's going to mean why they're going. That's why they're going to hammer them to send everybody a message that talks about how soft their schedule is. And when the schedule's soft, your team is rested and ready to yeah. go in these big games. In theory. Yeah. So I, I mean, I asked you to pick one, and you picked one, and now I'm picking it apart. Fifteen and a half there. So Aiden saying, take the 
take the uh, Penn State at home. Uh, possible. I'm not talking about the They'll line. They'll at least now. cover. They'll at least cover. Oh, you're thinking they're going to lose. Oh, yeah, yeah. But need to call Doug Bell. He knows better. Did you watch that. Penn State play <laughs> Michigan? Yeah, they did kind of get run I, I did yeah. not watch that. That no. was not pretty. Penn State got run out of the building. Uh, so, the, but Penn State did play well last week. They did play well last week. So, uh, the other game, and not, when you don't know what team's going to show up, uh, that that Texas A and M game. What's your oh confusing as it could be? A and M at Ole Miss. I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. Uh, Ole Miss is. Can they both lose? Well, oh yeah, they could. A and M, as we all know, is riddled with. Um, penalties with their players and not playing well and everybody mad and so forth. They're trying to stay in there like A&M fans do and root, like, you know, root and root and root and clap and clap and clap and have bonfires. Ole Miss comes in. Um, I don't know this, Barry. I, I don't feel, feel like that Lane Kiffin uh, is a real fusser and griper and, and grab them and shake them after they get beat. Now, I could be wrong, but after they got beat, uh, he, he up, he's upset about the defense against LSU. He just doesn't appear to me, uh, he, maybe his defense coordinator does, one of these guys that just goes goofy and shakes them good and, and, and tries to re-motivate them and that kind of thing. Um, so I don't really know. I, the, the surprise there is that uh, I think uh, Ole Miss is a little bit of a favorite in that game. Yeah, I think two and a half there. Uh, Lane Kiffin yesterday, <laughs> he loves to take shots at Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. He said that they tried to keep D.J. Durkin, and he yeah. said we got outbid for him. He said that seems to happen a lot over there with that school. Uh, oh, by heaven. Hmm. <laughs> Lane I, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, he says that seems to happen a lot yeah. over there. With that Dirk, Dirk is pulling his hair out, I guarantee you. All right, uh, we'll get this break. We'll get to Chris Hatcher. Uh, Aiden, let's go ahead and get the B-dry in. Uh, if you want to keep that dry, that basement dry, if you're having problems keeping it dry, there's only one place to go. Go to bdryalabama.com. For more than 60 years, B-dry owners have trusted B-dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205-946-3390. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama and current New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones is expected to start when the Patriots play the New York Jets on Sunday afternoon. Alabama cornerback Eli Ricks has been named the Bednarik Defensive Player of the Week. 
Former Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams is still a few weeks away from seeing time in the NFL. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic picking up around town, plus the serious delays on 2059 westbound at exit 86. Use US 11 or wire road as alternate routes. If you see other conditions, give me a call. If you need a ride, you need towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling day. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 43 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Billy standing there With a silver half a crown Hands are full of a fishing rod Welcome back to Inside the Locker You're looking for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products, siding plywood, whatever you need Only one place to go uh, That makes it easy When there's only one place to go, Aiden If you want the best then it's Yellowwood. Go to Pressure Treated Pine. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. All right, we get right to the Yellowwood hotline. He is the head football coach of the Sanford Bulldogs. Currently off, Dad, to a 6-1 and one start. Yeah, I'll ask only, you about that. Only loss is to the Georgia Bulldogs, which that's not uh, not too bad. A lot of people uh, lose to the national champions. Uh, it's been at uh, Sanford since 2015. It was at Murray State. Prior to that, Coach Chris Hatcher. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Chris. Good morning, guys. I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, what I'd like for you to do to start off with is just tell our listeners about your team. Because uh, sometimes they don't get to your games all the time. Just tell them about your team and how pleased you are, if you are pleased. I'm sure you are on both sides of the football. And it's about some of your players. Well, I've, I've been pleased with how we've been playing on Saturdays. I wasn't too pleased at how we practiced yesterday. Um, but, um, you, you know, we, 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 you know, of course, Sanford, we, um, got a, a great school here. Um, and, and we've, we've had a lot of great players come through here and a lot of great coaches. Um, you know, sure. of course, I, I followed the great Pat Sullivan and, um, you know, right now our team's playing at a very high level. We won some big road games. We started the season off. By beating Kennesaw State, who is um, the number tenth ranked team in the FCS division, and you know, like y'all said earlier, um, our only defeat was at the University of Georgia. But um, I thought we had a respectable show and only got beat thirty-three to nothing. Yeah, you know, after they trounced Oregon the week before. So um, you know, we're playing well. Um, our quarterback Michael Hires is having an outstanding season. He's a um, a junior from Briarwood Christian School here in Birmingham. He's lighting it up. And um, defensively, that's probably where we've made the biggest improvement from last season. Uh, we're really playing good defense. And if you can play good defense and run the ball, you always got a chance. And right now we're doing that at a high level. 
That's great. Well, uh, Dad, Coach is going down to one of my favorite cities this weekend. Maybe we could catch a ride on the bus. They're going. You'll be down in Charleston, South Carolina. I know it's a business trip for you, but Dad and I can go down and just kind of hang out downtown and go to the beach and all that. But you're taking on uh, the Citadel, which, you know, generally kids that go to the Citadel uh, are real disciplined kids. I always talk about the Citadel. You walk in a boy and walk out the back door a man. Uh, talk about uh, the challenges of going over to Charleston and taking on this team. Well, we I got two extra seats on the bus. All right. we're, we're, we're leaving. At, we're leaving at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So um, you guys, I don't know anything about football. <laughs> 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 but you, hey, you know, we're gonna leave at nine o'clock All sharp. Right. Out, so don't be late. Don't I know that. Leave, I know that. Um, but um, yes, yeah, uh, you know, unfortunately for us, we we it's a, you know, of course, it's a long ride for us, and uh, we're on the outer the outer limits of this conference, and. Um, this will be back to back road weeks. We've had game games on, on the road, but um, you know I do like Charleston, but I won't get to enjoy no. any of the sights. But um, the Citadel, you know they they they've struggled, but they've kind of been on a run here lately. They went to Western Carolina and thrilled them this past weekend, so they got some momentum. The big challenge is first of all you got to travel well, as you guys know. Yeah, um, be professionals about it. And then the second thing. That's concerning when you play these guys. They're they're a, a op, triple option based mm. attack, which yeah. you don't you don't see each and every week, um, which poses problems. And if you you let those guys, they'll bleed the clock. Um, you know, if if you were to watch them and put it in your terms, code right there is that they they run the four corners. They're slow and deliberate. Yeah. Whereas we're more of a fast break up tempo team. So we got to. Get them in long yardage situations. Got to get them off the field, and then when we do get the ball, we got to take full advantage of it offensively. I want to ask you about that. Uh, that's not an offense you see every day. Uh, you guys just got through playing East Tennessee State. Uh, do do you just wait till the week of the game to start working on trip off? Is it something that you work on uh, in the summer because you know that style is coming at you? How do you handle that when you're playing something that you don't see every day? It, well, it's a, it's a fine line. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now we work it in our, you know, I mean, as far as how much you, you know, you you work um, as you're, you know, preparing for other teams. So um, we we work it a lot in spring practice. We yeah. work it a lot over the summer. Fortunately for us, Kennesaw State was a ran a very similar offense to open the season up, and then during our bye week, um, we spent a lot of time working the option so that when you do get to games like that you know at least um the, the guys understand what you're trying to do and it becomes more of a fine tune as opposed to installing a brand new defense but it's oh, it's hard uh i know georgia southern came in here and gave alabama fits even though you try you can't run it at the speed that those guys run it. you can't execute it the way so even even working on it coach that's that's a hard thing i think when georgia tech got away from it they really they're their record started getting worse. It's really difficult to assimilate something like that in practice, isn't it? Oh, it, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a couple guys that, that played in an offense similar to that, um, and one of them's a defensive back. So he he's our scout team quarterback because he knows what to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough. And um, but fortunately, um, you know, a lot of teams now run you know run some type of zone read they have some option based principles in their offense um unlike 10 years ago 
Um, so you, 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 you got a little carryover in just your base defense. But, again, you can't simulate the speed, no, no. question about it. Yeah, no. Uh, Chris, uh, we're in a process of transferring in, transferring out, those kinds of things. A lot of times players that are that you recruited that are better than you thought or better, whatever, people come after them. And then you're able to go after get some people that get dissatisfied at their place. It's very interesting to me to you to tell our listeners kind of where you stand and what uh, what's happened with your team like that. Well, we we benefited from the transfer portal, especially on the defensive Good. side of the ball. We have a lot of transfers, and now Good. being a, um, a you know a, a higher academic institution, all our transfers we got to. Graduate transfer from Wake Forest, Villanova, um, Vanderbilt, Dartmouth, right. and Harvard, just to name a few. But they've um, they've come in and really helped us. And the game's changed a lot because, you know, we had six players that I signed out of high school that were really good players for us last year um, that that transferred to a, a higher division. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you know you could, you know, I mean, I wanted them to stay, but a um, little bit more NIL money and cost of attendance money to play at a higher level. Ooh, um, so the the, yeah. the issue that you have though is you can't go as you guys know. Um, all these guys were starters, you know, a lot of experience. Gee. Well, you can't go replace them with freshmen um, because you know you 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 won't. I wouldn't be here long enough to coach them. Yeah. Um, so you got to go replace them with experienced guys, and I'm, and, you know, whether it's good or yeah. bad, I don't know. But that's kind of the, um, well, you know, that's kind of the rabbit hole we're down right now. Yeah. And so are a lot of other teams at this level. Well, you've told our listeners that you've had a, a lot of good players go out, and you've had a lot of good players come in, which is very interesting to to Barry and I. Uh, I think when you get on the transfer portal, your assistant coaches that you have to look for a certain kid academically too, which is a little bit different for you. Not that everybody else is not academic minded too. I don't want to say that, but you know, academics is very very important there. And it probably you gotta you gotta rake through. Is your high school recruiting affected some too? It is. Um, you know, now we still are very diligent and. And that area, you know, we'll, we'll side anybody we feel like can help us win. Okay. Um, but, um, but you, I don't know the magic formula. I don't know how many you should take at high school and how many transfers you take. You could take, you know, when I was a division two coach at, at Valdosta State, we relied heavily on transfers. And, you know, some years you, you know, you'd have a lot of problems and some year everybody get along really well. Sure. Um, so I, I, I don't know the answer. If I did, um, I'd be down at the beach somewhere, retired. But um, I just, I, I think you're going to see more and more of this um, at at this level and at the Group of Five level, where you, you, you know each year your roster is just going to flip, and you hope you flip them with the right people. Yeah, good point, Barry. Uh, Coach, in y'all's league, uh, in your the difference between your league and maybe the SEC. I think the skilled guys are all pretty comparable, uh, but it's probably the linemen, uh, the size and the speed of those guys. Is that where the difference lies within your league versus the SEC? Well, there's no question. And then, you, you know, the, the linemen are just so much – they have more of them. Um, you know, there's, there's 
big guys who can move are hard to find. Yeah. And and they're going to go to the elite schools. And um, that's where when we play a team like Georgia or Auburn um, and Florida State, we played Florida really close last year. Um, you know, we, we have to offensively, you have to put a couple tight ends in there to protect. You know, you're, you're protecting with seven guys and only getting three out and yeah. they're only rushing four. Um, so it makes it, it makes it really difficult. Now with Alabama, Georgia and Ohio State, now that's, they're at a different level than everybody else we played right now. Sure. You know, with Georgia's at a whole different level than when we played Florida the year before. But, um, yeah, it's a big difference. And then if you go play Georgia, Check out all their tight ends. Those guys are monsters. We don't have anybody on our team that even looks like they're tight ends. Yeah, it's amazing when you get that. I don't think people realize you get down on the field. We're talking about Georgia and Alabama. When those guys come out of the tunnel, just looking at those guys, it's just down there up close. For you guys to honestly to play Georgia that close with the depth and all that that they have there, these guys are really big, but they can really move, can't they, Coach Hatcher? They, well, they can. I mean, the, the, um, Georgia has a, if y'all look, I don't remember his name, number zero. He's a monster. He's about 6'8", about 270, and he got <laughs> tackled on our sideline. And I looked at him, and I looked at my team, and I was going, God, this guy, man, he would be the biggest player we got. He's a tight end at Georgia. If he wanted to transfer, you wouldn't need to see his film, would you, Coach? You would just take him right right on the spot, right? <laughs> Got a uniform for him. He could wear whatever number he wanted to wear. He could get no. a Charleston to have his own seat uh, yeah, this he, weekend. He, he, would, he would even have to spell there. Uh, we would we would have his own bus for him. He could have his own tour uh, Chris, bus. Uh, you talk about playing a Georgia and Florida State, Florida and people that you've played. That's your money game, and do you do you try to get one of those so-called money games each year? Does that is that big, and do you have to wrestle with them to see how much money you can get from each each group? <laughs> we do. We we try to play one um, each year. I think next year we play um, Auburn, and then we go on the road to Florida the year after that. Um, you know, we we get at this level, you get anywhere between four fifty and five fifty. Um, and, and, and of course that, that offsets your budget. Um, you, you, you know, you need that money to operate. Sure. Um, you know, it, 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 it our, our players enjoy going into that atmosphere. Um, but really for the big boys, it's, it's a great deal because, you know, it, it counts towards their, their victory total for bowl game eligibility. Mm-hmm. And if they played a division one school, you know, the, a, a smaller division one that, those guys are making one and a half million. And, right. You know, Kirby Smart was um, coach with me back in 2000. He was my second defensive coordinator that I ever had um, at Valdosta State. And for the game, Kirby goes, "Man, how much are we paying y'all?" And I said, five twenty-five. And he goes, "Man, what a deal we're getting." He goes, "Y'all are getting screwed on this deal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say. I said, "I need a lot more money to play you guys," but hey. Right now, these games are harder and harder to get, especially you know with 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 the with the so-called playoff expansion that may be coming down the pike. Um, so we're just very fortunate that some of these teams will still be willing to play us. You should have told Kirby write you a check for half a million. He wouldn't miss it uh, with his with his contract. Uh, these guys, these contracts are crazy, aren't they, Coach? Do you ever look at those contracts these guys are getting and say, wow, how do these guys like Nick Saban and 
uh, Kirby started even stay motivated to keep working when they're making this kind of money. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, it, it is. And, um, you know, you guys, you know, you, you know how it is. Um, the, the money's nice. It always helps. But sure. You, you, you love being a part of a team. Yep. yep. You love the competition. You love helping people. Um, and, and I don't, I, I think, you know, you, 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 I don't think anybody, any coach loses sight of that. But, um, you know, I'm all for the coaches. Um, you know, I, hey, man, I, I believe it. You know, you get as much as you can while you can get it, and um, and um, I do think it's a lot. It's a lot of money. It adds a lot of pressure. You know, the win now mentality. Yeah, no uh, doubt. but that's where the game's going, and uh, and I'm not going to change it. Yeah, well, coach, we appreciate you being on. Congratulations on a great year so far. Uh, good luck at the Citadel. You got VMI Chattanooga and Mercer after that, so you guys are headed towards a magical season. Uh, so we, we'll be pulling for you guys. We appreciate you being on with us this Thanks, morning. Chris. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. You got it. Thank you, guys. Thank All you. All right, there's uh, Chris Hatcher. What a good guy there. And, yeah, I think he would – you know, you start to transfer there, you got to make sure these guys got to be able to do some schoolwork too. Uh, and so yeah. he, he talked about where his transfers come from. And I can tell you firsthand, Wake Forest is uh, – Pretty darn good academic institution there. I don't think people realize how small Wake Forest is. When I was coaching, seven thousand. I don't think they had that many. It was like thirty five hundred students or something. I'm sure it's a lot bigger uh, now. But uh, he's got a couple seats on the bus. Dad, you ever been to Charleston? They got some nice golf courses. Well, that there. is nice. Yeah, I've been there. It's nice, boys. Very, very nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe we'll get, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we can do the show from the bus uh, as yeah. we go down. Hey, Alabama won that special. Couple more days. So you're going to get more truck for your buck. It ends on October the 31st. Halloween rates as low as 1.99% extended loan terms. Up to $250 cash back in 60 days of no payment. Go right to the website, alabama1.org to apply. Phone lines will be up in 205-342-9904. Let's Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9. Nissan Traffic Center. We got two wrecks on 69 in Moundville. One is an overturned vehicle. The other is two vehicle wreck. These are both in the area of Richardson's Diner at County Road 52. We see serious delays in the area. If you need a ride, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Weather brought to you by Fincher and Osmond. Fincher and Osmond carries artisan-created diamonds. And trust us, they are bigger than you expect. Visit www.fincherandosmond.com. Inside the locker room, pressure treaty pine, looking for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products. You want it to last. You want to use a pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com. You go to outdoor living. They have a, a little tab there that has inspirational galleries there where you look at building backyard tips and you can download the ebook right there to help you. But when you get started and you want it to last, use yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right. Um, you know, I was talking to Chris Hatcher there with Sanford. I think the, there's a lot of skilled guys out there, and he talked about the line. And that's kind of like when these bigger Division One basketball pro- programs play the 
the smaller schools or the lower division ones, you know, they they got guards that can play. It's the big guys, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes you take a like a Betty Ico, and you and he's got a guard a six five guy that can shoot the three and take him out on the perimeter. It's a yeah, tough hard match. to do. It's a yeah. tough matchup for him. Uh, sure. So they got to guard you on the other end. That and I think that's why you see more upsets in college basketball than you do football because. Those matchups are like his size is not really a factor. It's a, it hurts him. He does better against the bigger guys than he will the smaller guys. And it's, it's all about matchups and sports, isn't it? Yeah, the size in basketball, you can bring people out, have people do things, have not be able to do things defensively. In football, it's quite different. You know, you got level movement, you got helping each other a great deal, and you, it's not a one on one situation like with five on five. You have, you, you end up with, you know, one against one at times. The matchups are, are not good sometimes. So that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, so you see that a little bit more. That's why, you know, the NCAA tournament is so exciting. You get these teams on neutral floors that, that you know, these schools could never get to come play at their home floor. And then you, you take these uh, kids that are hard to match up and guard, and that's when you have upsets happen uh, there. So, um, and, you know, it was interesting to hear Coach talk about the triple option. I guess he does. People do run the read option, but it's still not the same. And uh, trying to get ready for that and get your team to be able to run it at the same speed that they're going to see on Saturday, virtually impossible. There, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, you know, speed such a big factor when you go when you go when you do something differently that uh, is is difficult to defend and. Uh, Practice-wise, for your team trying to come up with a way to to do to defend that, it, it's not easy, especially when people go quick. Uh, you know, Citadel has some trouble against uh, against Stanford because Stanford will go pretty quick. So, you know, and it, it's it should be. Um, I, I do think though uh, that the visiting football teams, not just necessarily them, but all small win more road games than visiting basketball teams. For whatever reason, the home court advantage of basketball is quite different, I think. Yeah, and, you know, it's uh, as you hear those guys, like Alabama and these guys, you know, they drive out they, they drive out of here, they get on a charter bus, and they drive to the Tuscaloosa Airport and jump on the plane, and they fly, and they get in the swankiest hotel there, all the food they can eat, the game's over, they get back in their swanky bus and drive back. Sidlow's got to climb on that bus, probably two buses, maybe three, drive all the way to Charleston, probably from Birmingham. I'm guessing that's a seven-hour drive. Play the game, uh, get back and drive back. So these the levels of football and how these kids – I get to do things are totally, totally different, but I admire uh, kids that play at the Citadel, I mean, Citadel, yep. Sanford, these places that have to go. That was, that was a good interview. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but I, a little different, and it was good, uh, just showing the different levels there. But they winning still matters just as much to him as it does sure to Nick Saban. Sure it does. Uh, so as it did to me, uh, our middle school basketball team won last night, so I was proud of those guys. So, all right, we'll take this break. We have Coach Mike Bramlett. They uh, finish up the season tomorrow night against the Tuscaloosa County High. Uh, they had a, a really good showing against Northridge last week, so we'll talk to him about his kids and his program there at Brookwood. It'll be the Brookwood segment when we get back from break. Listen, Todd, 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. 
Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got two wrecks on 69 in Moundville. One is an overturned vehicle. The other is two vehicle wreck. These are both in the area of Richardson's Diner at County Road 52. We see serious delays in the area. If you need a ride, you need towns of Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for DTY accessibility. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA grant number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this station. Prince Robert Hayes. Outstanding attorneys and brother, they know what they're doing. They've been very successful over the years, and their phone number is 205-345-1234. Let me tell you something. They're located in Tuscaloosa, but they've been doing business. They're great attorneys, three really outstanding attorneys all over the country, especially in the southeast and uh, a lot in the Birmingham area. So if you have a problem with somebody on the highway, kinfolks, somebody next door, whatever it might be, and Prince Clover and Hayes for the people for you to talk to. Three four five one two three four. Easy number to remember with a 205 area code. They're the absolute best. They'll do a great job for you. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. The Salvation Army reminds you that a great way to have fun and spread Christmas cheer is by volunteering as a bell ring. Tide 100.9 app. A town square media station. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance agent Andrew Kniff, right at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Northport. I'll tell you about Andrew each and every day. He's my uh, insurance agent. Let him become yours. I made the switch. He takes 
uh, great care. I mean, this staff, they know the community very well. So when you have a problem, they know where you need to go get it fixed or uh, who you need to call for an estimate or whatever it takes. Uh, it, nobody likes to have to use the insurance, but believe me, man, when you need it, you want to have it. So let Andrew and his staff run a quote for you, 205 722 Go to the Facebook page, Andrew Conifer. All-State Insurance. All right, we're very fortunate right now. We'll get to the Andrew Kniffer Hotline. We love to talk high school uh, sports. We love to push the coaches, the players, the teachers, the ADs, and all the different places. And we want to talk a little Brookwood football this morning with Coach Mike Bramlett. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Uh, good, good morning. Doing well. Hope you guys are. We, uh, we're doing well. Uh, I talked to some guys uh, about y'all's game last week, and nobody ever – wants to lose a game but uh but if i were coaching i would want the things said to me about you and your program that was said they said how how tough you guys were against northridge how physical how disciplined you guys played i know northridge has a good football team uh you guys lost 28 to 14 but you had to be proud of how hard your kids fought and how disciplined they played talk a little bit about that game before we peer ahead to tuscaloosa county high Sure. Well, I mean, uh, again, I, I can't express how proud I am of the guys that play for us. Yeah. Um, they've been through so much. They have worked. They've invested. Um, you know, they've been through the ups and downs. And, you know, we try to challenge them each week. And you know, when you play in the region that we play in, every week's a challenge. And, you know, Coach Lolly does a great job. Uh, with Northridge, you know, they're huge, they're athletic. Uh, they've got a bunch of really, really good football players. And, you know, we, we've heard all year long about how physical they were going to be and, uh, you know, how they were going to run downhill and attack you. And that was our focus, you know, all week long, uh, you know, with, with our guys of we've got to master physicality and we've got to, you know, show them how we play football. And, you know, again, the effort was tremendous from the opening kickoff on. Uh, we made uh, too many mistakes offensively in the first quarter. Uh, we, we drive down, we fumble the ball on, the, uh, on their 13-yard line. You know, we throw an interception that's returned to our 10-yard line. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a big flip right there. And... You know, our guys are still learning how to win. Um, and, and that's one of our focuses, again, every week. We've got to do the little things right all the time because, you know, we're not athletic enough, we're not big enough, we're not strong enough, we're not good enough to make a bunch of mistakes and have a chance to win a game. And, you know, we try to harp on the idea that we've got to compete our tails off to give us a chance to win in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly where they were, or, you know, last Friday night. It's six minutes to go. It's 21-14. And our defense has played lights out all night long. And we kick off, and I, we had three timeouts left. And I'm thinking, you know, in my mind, we're going to get a stop. We're going to get the ball back. We're going to go back down. We had the two-point play ready to go. We're going to win the game on the two-point play. And – you know, we just couldn't get stopped. Um, again, it, it wasn't because our kids didn't play hard. Uh, it wasn't because they didn't give us great effort. Uh, sometimes it just falls that way. And there's lessons to be learned 
from that and through that. Uh, and, and I told him after the game, I said, if, if if you were not hurting right now, man, this doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. Because because if your investment is important to you, you are freaking crushed right now because of how hard you guys played, and we just did not get the job done. And all that comes back to me. And I'll take every bit of blame. Uh, and, and I'm not worried about that. But, you know, I, I want more than anything in the world for our kids to experience that great win, that big win. And, you know, no, very few people thought we could compete with Northridge. Sure. And, you know, and there we were. So, uh, again, really, really proud of them. And, you know, again, I hate to say it's something to build off of, but, you know, we've got to take it and move forward. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and, and you're right. And I've been in those locker rooms. And now you got to turn around and get them up for Tuscaloosa County. Our last game of the year, I always get amazed, uh, Coach, at how fast these seasons go. I know you're you're going through it. Uh, so, you know, and you guys have been going since the summer. But you're down here now to your last game. Some of these seniors, uh, last game there. Just talk a little bit about uh, this game tomorrow night against Tuscaloosa County High. Well, uh, the game is huge for us. Uh, you know, it's, it's been years since Brookwood has played Tuscaloosa County. Um, you know, this game is uh, being played here at Brookwood and Billy Joe Young Field, you know, which hopefully will be the last game ever in yeah. Billy Joe Young Field. No, no guarantees of that, but we hope. You know, so there's a lot on the line, but I, I want this to be a an annual rivalry-type game um, that, you know, our kids can look forward to as a non-region game, whether we're able to keep it at Week 10 uh, you know, or not, doesn't really matter. Um, but, you know, kind of some county bragging rights with this thing uh, and a sense of pride to say we can get this thing done and, and we're going to get it done. So, you know, again, Coach Weingarten does a great job over there. Uh, you know, they got a ton of players, a uh, ton of coaches, and, you know, they're going to be well prepared. They're going to play hard. Um, they've got some really good athletes and, you know, everything, it's going to be a challenge for us. Uh, but one that I think our kids are up to the task and looking forward to. I can hear the, um, passion in your voice and I, I can appreciate it. Dad. Well, I, I hear the same thing. So, uh, you know, you've, you've done a great job with them and sometimes, uh, it's just <laughs> not meant for you to quite get over the edge, but you've got, you've got a football team. Number one, you got a football team that's that likes to play, you know, than a team that plays hard. And, you know, that's, that's part of the success because that's, that's what they got to do when they get through football. They got to play hard wherever they work and they got to have the right kind of attitude to, to make the kind of money they make. So you've done a great job with them. Well, I, I don't know about that, but I greatly appreciate it. But, you know, again, I just hope that as our seniors, you know, they're going to walk off the field, you know, Friday night, win, lose, or draw. Um, you know, I hope that they have great memories of our program. I hope that they have, uh, you know, many lessons that have been learned that are going to help them down the road, um, and, you know, help them and encourage them to strive to be, you know, a better person every day in everything that they do. Uh, just talk a minute about that. This could be the last, uh, game in the stadium. You guys got plans to build a nice new place and it always, 
people always say, hey, leave it better than you found it. Uh, what can you say about this senior group? Are they going to be leaving it better uh, than they found it after after the game tomorrow night? Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, this is a very, very special group to me uh, because this is my fourth season here. And, you know, they were freshmen my first year. And there, there were a number of our seniors now uh, that had to play on Friday nights. Uh, some of them started on Friday nights as freshmen. Uh, you know, they played and started as sophomores and have been with the program. You know, they stuck it out. They've worked. They've invested in the weight room. Um, and, you know, for, you know, one of the first times in a long time, you know, I think if you look at the guys that we, you know, are able to play with, you know, they almost look like 6A football players. Yeah, and you know that that's a far cry from where we were uh, four years ago, and that's just a tribute to these young men, uh, you know, in how they have invested and how they've worked, and you know they want to make this it, a great community. They want to make this something special. So you know, we got the stadium coming at some point in time. Um, you know, we're we're told and we hope that it's next year um, or be ready for next year. So we'll we'll see where that goes, but you know, again, uh, Friday night's going to be a very special evening. You know, in Billy Joe Young Field, uh, I think we're going to have a huge crowd. Um, I know the community will turn out in force. Um, and again, I think our the young men that we have, especially with it being senior night, you know, they they deserve. Uh, a way to go out like that. No doubt. Well, Coach, we appreciate you. I know you're busy. Uh, you're taking time to be on with us. I wish you luck. I hear your passion in your voice. I appreciate you, what you're doing uh, for the kids there in Brooklyn. I know it's a great community. We appreciate Joe Barger and the city making all this possible. Good luck tomorrow night. We're looking forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you so yeah, much. Y'all have Thank a you. great day now. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, there's Coach Mike Bramlett. You know, sometimes you talk to a coach, uh, Dan, and you can tell uh, whether they really care. And give me a coach like Coach Bramlett that really cares. Like you could tell the the passion in his voice that he wants. He knows how hard these kids work. And honestly, for those guys, I'm not going to say it to him, but for them to be in a, a situation to beat Northridge in the fourth quarter means that he's doing a lot of right things. And he wants those guys to – to have an exciting locker room after a big win, and uh, and I appreciate what he's doing there. Yeah, he he does. He's got you know he's I don't know him that well, but he's trying to he's fired up, and ready to go. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, so they take on Tuscaloosa County High, uh, five and four. County High plays in a very tough, uh, this very tough seven A deal. So this will be County High's last game as well. So Brookwood versus County High tomorrow up in Brooklyn could be the last game. Uh, in the field up there, so get out and support these kids or get out to a high school game here. The playoffs start next week, so it's about over for high school football. Man, it seems like it was just starting, and and then before you know it, your uh, season's over, and before you know it, you're a senior and your high school career's over, so enjoy it every single day. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. If you give them a call, they'll come right to you, pick up the laundry, get it all cleaned up, and deliver it right back. Three locations if you want to drop off. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and Northport are 4851 Rice Mine Road. Once again, 205-391-0034. We'll open up the phone lines. No more guests, so we'd love to have your phone calls. You tell us about the games that you like this week. Uh 
whatever we'll take to the conversation. Whatever the blue plate special will be uh, out here in about you know thirty minutes or so as well. So I know people are are waiting for that. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine and see home of Alabama sports. Good Thursday morning. Several schools have switched to virtual learning due to growing numbers of students and faculty coming down with the flu. The entire state is reporting significant numbers. ADPH Dr. Richard Stevens is among those who are worried the flu, COVID-19, and RSV will combine for a terrible winter. So far, the number of hospital admissions are manageable, but that could change as more cases develop. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hartley. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got two wrecks on 69 in Moundville. One is an overturned vehicle. The other is two-vehicle wreck. These are both in the area of Richardson's Diner at County Road 52. We see serious delays in the area. If you need a ride, you need towns of Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. With Taco Casa, you know, it's not really fast food because it's made fresh every day in the store. The quality hasn't changed. The consistency hasn't changed because even change. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high 75. Tonight fair with a low at 54. Tomorrow partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. Saturday mostly cloudy with a chance of rain by afternoon, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, 205 Appreciate Chris Hatcher, uh, the football coach at Sanford, who joined us in the first hour, and then Coach Mike Bramlett. Uh, and you can tell two different levels there, and then we'll have Nick Saban. And these guys all have passion to win, uh, no matter what level you're at uh, when you're when you're coaching. Uh, you want to win. That I brought up in the first hour. I don't want to get dig in a little bit more about Lane Kiffin, and there's a lot of talk about him possibly Auburn throwing enough money at him. He he likes to be cute. Uh, he likes to be cute on Twitter. Um, and the DJ Durkin deal, they asked him about him going to A&M, and I quote, he said, we tried to keep him, got outbid, which is common theme with that school. Uh does Jimbo Fisher come back? Now, no, I'm not saying he's going to throw a press conference. Or has Jimbo Fisher got enough problems on his plate right now? Well, he had addressed something like that. Uh, you know, when when guys kind of he's taking a shot at Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. Do you just 
turn your head now and don't get caught up into all that? Well, how does Jimbo Fisher handle something like that now? Just what you said, you turn your head and don't, don't let that bother you because you got enough things bothering you. Trying to get your team ready to play, trying to get the the guys that you suspend, you try to you try to be sure that you can suspend them, yes, but also help them while they're suspended and, you know, try to do what you can do to get them to understand the suspension is this disappointing to them. They're wanting to play and not going to. So I think uh, Lane Kiffin, you know, he's full of craps of Christmas goose sometimes. And so I, I would say to answer your question on that, that the A&M coaching staff just goes on about their business. It may make them, it may make them work a little bit harder to beat them, to beat uh uh, Old Miss, so we'll see. Uh, I, I personally, uh, and I don't know as much as you think I know, but I, I do not think that Lane Kiffin will be the coach at Auburn. Um, and they've suspended three guys yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. There's been rumors out there that there was marijuana in the locker room. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, uh, yeah, but, but I would think if it was not true, it were not true. That, that's a pretty bad thing to have out there swirling around. We're talking about it. If it were not true, I think I would have come out if I were texting them and said, "Hey, we understand the rumors of what about marijuana. That is not that is not true." I think I would have addressed it if it wasn't true. Not saying anything and not addressing it makes me think it's true. Kids, uh, I don't think I would have. You would have gone the other way. Really. Yeah, it's I don't out think there I, now. It's out there big. Well, you know, I, you're going to tell me the guy's going to pull marijuana cigarettes out of his pocket. Oh, he's going to do it out, hit out of a vape or something. I, I just think that uh, there are all kind of rumors about what kind of fight they had, who fought who, who hit who. I, I just think you can't get into all the ups and downs of what happened. All you know is that there was problems. I don't. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't address the only person I would address that with would be my athletic director. Yeah, but I, I mean the fight I wouldn't address. I wouldn't address that. I agree with you there. But if it's out there and they're saying it was marijuana and it wasn't, I would I would want that addressed uh, publicly because that's you know that 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 really sends a bad message uh, that man these guys don't care at all. They're doing that in your locker room. You've lost complete control. You lost complete discipline. If it were that, I wouldn't say any anything. It just. I mean, it's not. Well, you know, A and M has been closed. You know, they You know, uh, when the timeout is, is called by by Nick Saban, and there's one play to beat Alabama at home, uh, for him to say that they've been closed is true. Uh, you play. You know, Alabama's playing off, awfully well and ready for that game, and A and M was too. And you know, it it, it was. Uh, you know, Alabama wins, but. It's not that they they he he uh, they, some people say he talks like a politician because he you know he's almost almost but uh, and they killed themselves in, in the uh, no doubt about it. I watched that game in, in the South Carolina game they they seventeen to nothing for the national anthem but you know they have been they have been fairly close I don't I don't know if they're good enough at the skill position. I'm not sure the Johnson kid was, and, and or he wouldn't have left LSU. I think, I think that's where he was. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I just, I just don't. Uh, the 
what's happened to you there, Barry, is that what you have to is the the hype before the season, the hype with recruiting, the number one recruiting class. All of those things have got your your expectations is the key word. Everybody's expectations to be out the roof. And so when you get all these guys, they're young, and I, I'm not necessarily taking up for them, but, it, but the expectation factor is there. And um, to some degree, the expectation uh, factor has always been with A&M. <laughs> They've always seemed to have that. Uh, going to be good because they've got a great school, great people there, uh, but just never have reached the top of it. I, and I don't have the answer as to, as to uh, I think they've got good players, and and maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe he's lost them completely. I don't know. But I, I, I do think he's gotten close close enough at times to uh, – he's going to do that, keep – this old Miss game now. You know, he gets beaten this old Miss game. Uh, there'll be some sad singing, flower braying. Well, you look at him, he's in his fifth year. You got people screaming about guys in their second year. Uh, so in 2018, he was 9 and 4, 5 and 3 in the SEC. So you say, I had a job open for a reason. 9 and 4, 5 and 3, not bad. Uh, 2019, he goes 8 and 6, 4 and 4. So no real improvement in year two. Matter of fact, went down the win total. Uh, the COVID year, he was nine and one, uh, and he was eight and one. That was all SEC games. So that got that him. That brought it up. Yeah, uh, that brought the expectations higher. So yeah. then he went eight and four, uh, four and four in the SEC. And, and then on top of that, they had the number one recruiting, the greatest recruiting class ever. So they, so coming off at eight and four, so preseason number six, he's three and four, one and three with the one being, Arkansas hit the upright on a field goal. He should be, could easily be 0-4. Now he could have beat Alabama. They could have thrown a touchdown in the end zone and, and beat Alabama. So those things tend to even out. Do you think yeah. this program's heading in the right direction at 1-3? Uh, I don't and know three if it's four? heading in the right direction, <laughs> but I think it, I think they're, they're dirting all, all those guys on defense. I think they're trying like a Dickens to, to hit it that way. They haven't haven't gotten it there, and I don't know that they will. This quarterback situation, they've gotten their centers been hurt or something so uh to say ask me if they've been if they're heading the right direction i would say right now just from a fan looking in no they're not and uh, i think i can answer that question a little bit better on saturday night after after the old miss game and see if old miss can come in because old miss old miss is just as i said when they played the other shoe i didn't think they would win i thought it'd be closer than that uh, but they don't they don't defend real well either. They don't tackle very well, and so uh, you know it's interesting that uh, when you get when you get by number one and number two, you can't even get by number two in the conference in standings. Everybody beats everybody, kind of like basketball. You got that. You got that team at the top uh, for, for the last few years, not few years, but for a long time. It's been Alabama in the West, and kind of somebody, somebody, and most of the time Georgia, sometimes somebody else there. But once you get past number one and number two, and I don't even know who number two is. I guess you'd say right now number two is LSU in the West. Everybody beats everybody to the point that the expectation factor for the fans goes down the drain because, they, as you said, Arkansas is one and three. And they they had a good win over Cincinnati to start the season. And, and um, you know, they, they're – 
I, I thought we're going to be a little bit better than they are. Maybe should be, but uh, it, it's it's I beat you and you beat me kind of of league uh, in in college football. I think, um, especially in the east and west of the SEC. So when you look at the two divisions, all right, the bottom two in the West is Texas A and M. Auburn and Arkansas, and I'm talking about league wins. So that's that's pretty strong bottom there. The bottom of the East is Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Florida. Uh, the top you got Alabama, LSU, uh, you got Georgia, Tennessee. But that bottom looks to be pretty strong in the West. Any one of those bottom teams could probably beat you know the, any one of the six. I don't know about uh, Georgia, but. Uh, which is a better division, top to bottom, east or the west this year? Well, from what you're saying, west. Yeah. Well, when you look at I, I, Arkansas A and M and Auburn as your bottom, and you got Vanderbilt and Missouri over there on the other as your bottom, uh, I, I would say yeah, I would say top to bottom, I'd say the west better than east. Yeah, I, I would say I would say so, and based on. Based on Vanderbilt not being the only team out of the fourteen that's not won a game, and uh, you know that's that's and 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 you haven't played a whole lot of games. You only played about four games, four, you know, not that many games. So um, then you've got you know we're we're going down the stretch now. It's, it's getting before you know it that people will be hollering. I can't wait for football season to start again. That's what they'll be hollering. <laughs> it's, it, you know. Time goes by, life goes by so fast now that you just unbelievable how that goes. Yeah, all right, uh, we'll take this break. We can open up the phone lines. we got the Blue Plate Special right around the corner. We'll look at uh, some of these games. Before we do it, though, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys that are outstanding, people that know the law, know the changes in the law. If you have a problem, whether it be neighbors, whether it be on the highways, whether it be kinfolks, whatever it might be, you don't know what direction to go, then give them a call at three four five one two three four, and they will be um, able to talk with you on the telephone about the problem you have. And just since that problem is gone and discussed more, go by seven hundred one Rice Mine Road, and they'll visit with you in person. And if they can help you, they certainly will. And they'll represent you in the right way, and they've been very successful. Prince Glover and Hayes three four five one two three four. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. Let's tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama and current New England Patriots quarterback Matt Jones is expected to start when the Patriots play the New York Jets on Sunday afternoon. Alabama cornerback Eli Ricks has been named the Bednarik Defensive Player of the Week. Former Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams is still a few weeks away from seeing time in the NFL. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, 
protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellow Wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellow Wood. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Quick stop, midnight tea top, Jack in a cherry coat town. Mama and daddy put the roots right here, cause this is where the car broke down. Yalla dog school bus, kicking up red bus, kicking us up. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama. Tennessee and Mississippi since 1973. Let those good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. They also can keep that lawn, uh, get it ready for the winter. you got to get it ready for the winter. They'll get it all sprayed ready so when the springtime comes, it'll uh, turn green in summer. It'll look absolutely outstanding. But take care of it now, and it'll take care of you uh, in the spring and the summer. Go to 866-WAYNES-1. Give them a call. Get $6 off your initial pest control service. Yes, Dad. Sorry, uh uh, we look now at uh, the 14 teams, and I, I never have been one to really say this coach is going to make it, this coach is not, because I don't think it's fair to coach, but it's it's no big deal, I guess. Uh, if you go to the East, uh, Georgia's entrenched, and Sonny Kirby's done a very good job there. And the expectations that Tennessee were low, not low, they were, I don't know, expectations. And they weren't, they weren't uh, upped much. And, uh, of course, he got a raise in the middle of the season because they were afraid somebody's going to come after him. Expectations at South Carolina, they're going certainly going to keep um, uh, coach, no doubt about that. Uh, they've won some close games and played some people they should have beaten and also beat some people that maybe they shouldn't have beaten, certainly Kentucky. Kentucky Kentucky has is, is, is been good. As J.C. said yesterday, they've done a good job, and, they're stable there. New coach at Florida. I think Missouri coach is, is good. Uh, they have not maybe recruited, and they've lost some lost some staff members. And Vanderbilt. I don't want to say Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's played pretty well offensively, and I think they're they're you know they're pretty well coached. I I, I just think that they just have to be continued to really. Sometimes when you come in from the pros, the recruiting is just—it's just not—it's just not quite up to snuff for you. It just—it just doesn't doesn't get it. You have guys on your staff that are pro; they, they just don't understand the difficulty of it. So I don't know if any comments about the East or not. Yeah, it's uh, you look at um, you know everybody talks about how hot South Carolina is, and they got the big win. Uh, over Texas and then they had to win on the road. So things, you know, the crowd there, I uh, heard uh, some of the commentators say that when that, that was the best environment they had been in all year. And the people that never been to Columbia, South Carolina, uh, Williams Price Stadium, that place is electric and it gets loud. At the, and they're dying for the Gamecocks to do something 
good. My question to you is Missouri sitting here three and four and one and three. So you would think South Carolina would be at least 10, 12 point favorite in the game. So why is that line four? I think because Missouri played Georgia so well. I think it scared everybody to death. But that was at Missouri. Yeah, and I think also that they went down to Florida and they had a a touchdown lead uh, in the third quarter for just a short period of time. And so I think based on those two games uh, that uh, they they felt like that they they were going to give South Carolina a tough game. I think South Carolina's – um, this is just me, and I don't know jack crap about it. But quarterback-wise, I, I think they're okay. Just They're just okay to me. I mean, they, they probably don't have anybody any better. And, of course, he came in from Oklahoma. But I and but I thought I thought defensively against Kentucky, they played awfully well off guard. But Kentucky's, you know, he's, their quarterback was out. And sometimes as you look back over the year, you forget the quarterback is out when you win a game. You just do. But they the, – you, you can talk about that in your banquet talks when it's over with, and and people forget that. So, you know, you got to be. I don't. I don't mean that's lucky because he's out, but it it, it fell that way, and, and you got a so-called break to, to win that game at Kentucky. All right, Aiden, it's come the time, Dad. All right, let's let's go ahead. Now, don't tell them the blue plate special. Look, tell them a couple of games that you looked at. Uh, that you passed on. Some people like to maybe dibble and dabble in those. I've had three texts already wanting to know when the Blue Plate Special is going to be out. We'll get it tweeted out, but before you tell them which one you picked, tell them which ones you looked at before you decided on the, the one. Well, I, looked at, I looked at uh, the game tonight, Utah, Utah and uh, Washington State. Uh, Washington State, though, is going to trick you now. That, these guys have played better than you think, and so I, they're plus seven. And I, I looked at that. I like Utah. Utah is tough, tough, and they play hard all the time, win, lose, or draw. And I, I didn't take them. And I, if you went, if you went with Utah the entire game, you'd win money. But uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that. Uh, and the TCU in West Virginia. West Virginia's had one. Uh, one really good game at home. They're hard to beat at home. TCU's incredibly good. And I've looked at them really hard. I even mentioned it to you. I just thought TCU might be, might be the blue plate deal. And I, 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 I got off of that. That line is seven and a half currently. And it's an 11 o'clock kick at, uh, up in, uh, I'll tell you a game. I, I tell you, I'll tell you a game I really liked. <laughs> uh, and I, I didn't, I didn't, do anything with well, Oklahoma State and Kansas State will be a heck of a game. Big Twelve's good, boy. But one of the games that uh, I, I was interest, really interested in was uh, was Notre Dame and uh, Syracuse. I believe Syracuse. Um, let me find that game. I can't. Find yeah, it. Notre Dame, Syracuse at yeah. Syracuse. Syracuse two and a half point favorite. Yeah, Syracuse is Syracuse good. Uh, Notre Dame struggles. Syracuse is playing their fannies off. Their 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 kids are really playing hard. I know a disappointing loss to Clemson um, for them, and um, you know they had fans there. I watched a lot of that game, but I, I really thought that might be the one that I would take, and I didn't. And but I I do think that that's a game where where uh, West Virginia has a uh, West Virginia excuse me uh, Syracuse has a chance to win that. 
I took I took uh, I took uh, Tennessee, uh, and I, Barry said it in the very beginning, and I totally agree that Tennessee it, it's a it's a it's a snake bet because you know there the people in Vegas know more than I do. I don't know anything. I was very fortunate last year to do good, and five and four this year ain't great, but it's not losing anyway. So I took Tennessee. It's 12 and a half. Now, the problem with this is that Tennessee is ranked very, very low uh, against against past, against uh, rushing def- rush, uh, rushing offense, against that r- running game that, that uh, Kentucky has with all their people back. I just felt like that even as bad as the defense was, being at home, they're wearing all that black helmet. They were the first time they ever worn black helmets. That don't mean anything, but mentally it might. They're wearing a black uniform, a black helmet. The fans, the fans are still giving each other skin about uh, how about how about they beat Alabama. And so, based on their being up um, and continuing to be up, uh, even though the line is, I, when I saw the line, Barry, I was just. I, but you mentioned it on the show, and I was fixing to say it. I thought and you said, you know, that's a peculiar line or something to that effect. And I was, I was thinking the same cotton-picking thing. And I probably am going to be kicked <laughs> uh, tomorrow night uh, when they play. Saturday night. I, I'm taking Tennessee. All right, Aiden. So taking the Volunteers, Rocky Top, uh, minus a 12-and-a-half, 6 o'clock kick, ESPN, They'll have plenty of Jack Daniels in them to come in there and cheer. Aiden, is this a winner or a loser? Uh, oh, this way. day, it's a winner. This <laughs> is a winner? Easily, easily. Oh, really? Will really? Levis oh. is not who people think he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Will Levis is good. And Kentucky's tough. And we'll see what happens there. I I, I don't know that I'd go easy, but it, we'll see what happens Uh the other day, game that Arkansas Auburn, uh, that line kind of is three and a half there. So they th- evidently, the people in Vegas don't think Auburn's quit, or the people that bet on Auburn don't think Auburn's quit because that line is right there and it's not really moving. Uh, do you see Auburn uh, having a chance to win this game? I, well, I think Auburn. Bat- I think Auburn battles them for a while, but until they in- until they they. They take advantage of their defense by keeping the other team back, 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 back without trying to gamble on offense. Or they're not going to win. Uh, they can't. They can't do that. They're. I think to have a feeling. You know, I hate to say we ain't going to make it anyway. We might as well gamble. We might as well try to beat somebody that we're not supposed. We're not supposed to be. We might as well gamble a little bit. So against Georgia, they gambled. Against LSU, I thought that was. A, a long pass, fourth and ten was ridiculous. So I, th- I think that's a ma- mind- I, mindset. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what would happen have happened down there if Mike Bobo had been there as a coach. Now he he might have taken that job over if if, if, if things were as bad as they say they are. Uh, uh, so, but that, that didn't happen. Of course, he fired him. So I don't really know. Naturally, the head coach calls the, is the one who ends up with the offensive play. 
but I don't know if it's a recommendation from the offensive coordinator to the head coach, and the head coach uses it. Um, I don't know how that works there. So uh, we'll see. That's a good question. Yeah. All right. Uh, interesting. Obviously, Alabama won't play. I've thrown out to uh, Aiden and Dad. What the game's Alabama uh, people be looking. Aiden gives Penn State the best chance to knock off the Buckeyes at 15. I'm not talking about the line. I'm talking about losing the game. Uh, the playoff committee will uh, release their uh, deal. I believe it's on Tuesday. So it, we're getting uh, down towards It's hard to believe uh, college football is on the home stretch now. These teams will have played uh, eight games, a lot of them. So uh, with four games left, that's what Alabama has left with LSU, Ole Miss, Austin P. Why? Why are we playing Austin P. and then Auburn to finish up the uh, year? The reason they're playing Austin P. is so they'll be ready to play Auburn. Oh, goodness. That's the exactly. Coach Bryant did it. That's the reason. I heard all that fussing yesterday. There is a reason behind that. Oh, I know the that reason. That reason is going to be taken away because they're going to play somebody tough in the years to come. But that reason has always been there on their part. And on Auburn's part, I don't mean who Auburn plays. I should should look at on what they're doing. But uh, I'll tell you who Auburn uh, plays. They uh, play right before the Iron Bowl. They got Western Kentucky. Okay, they uh, think that's an easy game, but it ain't going to be as easy as Austin P. Yeah, uh, you know what they chant at Austin P, don't you? Yeah, Amy. we go. Man, I got Let's it. go P. Yeah, Let's go P. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama women's basketball head coach Christy Curry spoke to the Crimson Tide Sports Network at SEC Media Days last week in Birmingham, sharing her excitement for this Crimson Tide team. Yeah, you know, we won seven out of ten, um, and then to get to the quarterfinals of the NIT, um, a 20-win season. So I think that gave this team a lot of hunger, you know, and eagerness to enter the offseason. They had a great summer. Uh, we've had a great preseason, and like I said, 14 practices in. Return 95% of our scoring, Richard, so that's pretty special. It's kind of opposite than where we were a year ago. And then we added six new faces that add an awful lot to um, those returnees. So it's competitive and, you know, just getting better every day, focusing one day at a time. I'll have more in a moment. CBNS Bank has a long history of stability and a legacy of serving our community's needs for generations. You could say we know a thing or two about tradition. We've been family, community, and financially strong since we began in 1906. Being a team player is part of our culture. That's why at CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Join us tonight for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill at 6.30 p.m. Central. Chris Stewart hosts, and tonight he'll cover the latest Alabama news, plus visit with head coach Nick Saban. Hey Coach is available to listen to across the radio network, will be streamed live on our Facebook page, and also available on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, just spoke with Moundville Police. We still have active wrecks on 69 south of downtown. One vehicle is overturned. Major delays. Serious delays on 2059 westbound at exit 86 because of bridge construction. Use an alternate route. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Remember, if you need a vehicle, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. At Academy Sports and Outdoors, they carry all the gear you need from the top brands. All at prices you'll love. And now shopping at Academy is more convenient than ever. They are 100.9. I sure could use an attaboy or a big old high five. I'd love to Welcome hear back to Inside Locker. We'll get right to the Alabama One Hotline. And bringing our loyal listener, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're good. How are you, Tom? Good. I, I've enjoyed the show this morning. There has been a lot of good uh, conversation. And let me say this. I take my hat off to y'all for highlighting the high, area high school uh, programs. Uh, that, that's a great idea. Well, and you could hear Mike Bramlett. You know, you, high school, you get what you get. Like, whatever's in your area, that's who you have to coach. And I appreciate a guy that has the passion. He's game 10 coming in now. They're four and five. It would be, but you can tell how much it really means to him, how much it means to his kids, how much he hurts uh, when they lose. I have a lot of appreciation for, for a guy like that. It doesn't, they get a new stadium out there. Uh, but it, it's tough uh, to get these kids up each and every week and get them motivated playing. It doesn't seem like, he, to me, he's lost his fire uh, for this team, and they got a big game tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, <clears throat> I tell you, uh, I have an appreciation for uh, the high school programs and um, uh, got a good one over here at Alistair with uh, yeah. uh, the, the football team. They're really good, and uh, – and I'm under the impression that uh, from talking to some of the uh, assistant coaches that, you know, he has garnered a lot of attention from uh, uh, several several good programs that's looking at him. So we're hoping, you know, and, but uh, the fact of the matter is these coaches go and they help these kids, uh, you know, just like Coach Saban says, reach the goal they're trying to get to. So I admire that at the high school level, but. I wanted to uh, say something about uh, y'all brought up uh, some of the programs whose coaches may be, uh, you know, kind of on the hot seat in right. the SEC. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, the guy, uh, Missouri, <clears throat> they, they've had some serious problems up there, and it, it's re- I think it's really affected their recruiting. They had uh, an issue of race that came up, uh, I think it's like four years ago. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure they're over that that problem or uh, that uh, that perception about Missouri to this to this day. I think they're still fighting that. And once that happens, uh, you know, it's a lot of parents that go, you know, well, we don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and I think that he's suffered because of that. I think a lot of their sports have. I mean, when Missouri. Not too long ago, I mean, their basketball was something to see over there. That place right. was sold out every game. The home court advantage Coach was. Coach he went to the SEC championship. Yeah, and Quinn Snyder was there. They did really, really good. I think the whole athletic department's falling off a little bit there. Maybe that's uh, you can trace it back to what you're talking about there, Tom. 
Well, yeah, you know, I just I just go by what I read and some of the protests, the students and this, that, and the other that went on up there. And, and I had seen that, that happen before. When I lived in Louisiana, it happened at LSU. You know, uh, Coach Artisberger was down there quite successful, great coach. And uh, he had a real strong program going, and he left to go back to the NFL. And one of uh, his, his main assistant, Mike Archer, took over the head coaching job and then he got hammered, or the program got hammered with, uh, why don't we have a minority in this position, that position, whatever? And, uh, and, and it, it hurt LSU. That's when you started seeing Bowden from, uh, Florida State and, uh, Texas A&M and Texas come in there and get the better, better, uh, athletes. And, and it, it can really hurt a program. Tom, we appreciate it. We got to get out. We'll talk to you Thanks, tomorrow. Tom. Thanks, Tom. All right, appreciate we got to get out of here. And make way for the Gary Harris Show. Appreciate Chris Hatcher uh, joining us in the first hour. Mike Bramlett. Uh, the Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine. Before I do that, I'm going to tell you about Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. Great products, great services, but the people, man, the people there are outstanding. www alabama1.org the gary harris show is next you listen to tide 100.9 it's the home of alabama sports